Welcome back, people. It's episode 37 of the Taxi Squad podcast, season two, September 14th. After week one of an NFL season, we are back. Vince, how you doing? We're so back. Uh, This weekend, I I had a couple really big thoughts that I want to get off my chest here. Um, The first thing is, is that life is overall probably better when when football's on um there's stuff to watch all the time but then there's another side of it where it's like this is bad for my health football's bad for my health why is it bad for your health my blood pressure rises and falls (laughs) with every fucking game and then you're sitting there on sunday waiting for monday to come on so you can check your fantasy football and you just keep looking at it over and over again, coming up with ideas of what's going to happen to you to fuck you this time. So there's pieces of me where I'm like, this is great. And then there's other pieces of me that say, maybe I'm better off when football's not. On. <laughs> you know, it's kind of a damned if you do, damned if you don't, Vinny. Right. It's, it's one of those scenarios where you we miss it so much, right? And then it's back. And that means one of two things if you live in the Midwest, right? I mean, either you're you're incredibly excited, which which usually you are if you enjoy this sport. And yeah. then not only that, but you're also a little sad because that means fall and winter are right around the corner. And that also means the days are getting shorter. Yep. So, God, I mean, can, can you imagine, in like, what's it going to be? Like, eight weeks when the sun goes down at like four 30. Yeah. December 21st is usually when that shit happens. And it's a real shame. Oh, it's <laughs> it really the worst. Is. And the only thing you want to do is put on sweatpants and nap and listen to taxi squad podcast and listen to taxi <laughs> squad podcast and maybe watch a new show or game the fuck out or whatever you do. That's what you want to do. Or maybe look at your fantasy lines or maybe look at your over and over lines. again, <laughs> over and over and over again until you, you eventually just outthink yourself blind. You know, because that happens too. Yeah, and then you'll pick too. up the third third string running back for the fucking forty uh, nine ers just because it makes the most sense. Because you know Jeff Wilson's going to go down at some point. <laughs> oh yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, oh, we'll, we we got so much NFL talk mm-hmm. to get into, and uh, absolutely though. I mean, it's it's that time of year, Vince. But I mean, hey, you had some big weekend stuff go on, right? I mean, yep. from what I understand. You were you were one of the best men in your brother's wedding, right? And yes. that, that just happened. So I why don't we do a little wedding? Yes. Why don't we do a little wedding recap? How was sure. it? How did you have a good time? It was great. Was it awesome? Yeah, it was so good. So my brother's been dating this girl since he was a junior or sophomore in high school. So I was in seventh grade. So she's been, you know, my sister since forever. Uh, nothing that is new to you. Um, but no. so the wedding was kind of a, a means to an end in a way, because it was kind of just like, this is going to happen. So it was funny, the Sweet. rehearsal dinner, my my dad made a, a Lizzo joke. And everybody's like, what the fuck? He did his speech and he finished it with it. And as Lizzo says, it's about damn time. So the rest of the weekend that was kind of just like a mantra that we were all utilizing that's fantastic Um, yeah beautiful weather it actually poured on sunday um and luckily all the festivities were on thursday friday saturday so everything went great my speech went awesome i didn't embarrass him too bad i don't think and he just facetimed me from saint lucia and they're having a ball of a time so it was great everything went awesome um no complaints that's all you're looking for especially for your brother's wedding it's just you know, everything goes well. Everything was awesome. No one did anything stupid. So that's all you can ask for. 
It's, you know, our, our older brother's got a knack for getting married on that weekend, you know, yep. because my big bro just celebrated his year anniversary. So, you know, cheers to the both of them. Cheers to the newlyweds. Nothing you else know? went fucking crazy on this weekend ever in history. So that's good. Yeah, no, no. We're, we're <laughs> definitely not even going to touch on that one. It's just sad. It's just fuck. sad. It's that fuck. happened. Yeah. Can you believe that's over 22 years ago now? Yeah, dude, I was six. The, the day that shouldn't be talked about. Yeah. No. Well, yeah. And there's, there's so many kids now that are just like, Oh, I wasn't alive. And you're like, what? Yeah. That, that means we're just getting old Vince. <laughs> it's a, it's, a, I think it's like a signification, like that being a specific time in our lives and having people not even like it was, I barely remember it, but I was part of it. Um, well, there's a lot of people six, that I was 10. So yeah. right. You know, and there's a lot of people that were just like, yeah, I wasn't there and they're fully grown adults. And you're like, Oh, that's like a thing, like that's a level right there where you notice, oh, this is going to be the difference in age gaps at some point. Because it's just like, oh, were you alive during 9-11 is a question that you can ask now. No, it's true. I mean, hey, I don't know how much more the millennial generation could take between 9-11, COVID. I mean, what's the next fucking thing? Are we going to have flying monkeys? I don't I'm know. I'm not going out and asking for it. Of eyes? <laughs> I, I mean, Jesus. Yeah, I don't, I don't fucking know. What's the next thing? <laughs> Major know. government, Illuminati. What's the next fucking thing? Go ask Jay-Z, dude. He knows. Fucking world's on fire. <laughs> fucking cars are on fire. And oh. that leads us to a great segue. <laughs> segue. Strange and Unusual is back. Yes. Not going sexual this week no. because we kind of burn that out every now and again. It's hot, but though. But we it's sprinkle hot, it in. It's hot. It <laughs> it's is hot. hot. And this is another hot one. So, <laughs> Vince, I want you to imagine you're at a tailgate and you're getting ready to go in to see your favorite team, be it the yes. Dolphins or the Bears or whatever. Hot day, beautiful summer day. You're putting back some seltzers, as Vinny Boy does, whether that's a press, Topo, Chica, whatever. Sponsor us, Nooner. FYI. Nooner. Anyways, Nooners, delicious. Okay, you're out there. You're getting after it. You're having a good-ass time. Maybe you got a little Weber, a little Smoky Joe. You're flipping some burgers on. You go, oh, my God, I lost track at a time. It's almost noon. We got to get in the game. Okay, you forget about your grill. Last thing you forget about, you go into the game, you get fucked up, you come out, and there's 11 cars on fire. <laughs> Did I paint yeah. this picture pretty perfectly? I think so, yes. Hard Rock, Hard Rock Field Stadium, whatever it may be, in whatever Miami. Um, people were tailgating, obviously, before the game. Um, <laughs> this guy was grilling, I guess, too close to the cars. Um, literally set 11 cars on fire. So the fire department came and put it out. There's videos from inside the field where there's like, there's a fire right outside the stadium right now. What, what would you do, dude? Like, what do you do when you walk out and your car is completely like evaporated? I mean, do you laugh? I don't, I don't know. I'm looking at some of these pictures and it's like cars are burnt to a fucking crisp. Like brutally burnt. Like not even anything salvageable. Completely ruined. No, they're just gone forever. I mean, my only thing is there's a couple of cars parked next to the cars that didn't get burnt to a crisp. And it's like... They're just toasty. <laughs> That's, when you like come out... Like, Good. No, I was just saying like all the, the cars next to it that didn't get completely affected, they still have like burn marks you can tell their paint was like starting to melt off and stuff so like even those cars are screwed technically does insurance pay for this Who's does the that culprit? guy's insurance pay for it i don't know can they pin it back to the guy i don't know 
because also, yeah, like they didn't even know what the cause of it was until someone's like, I think it was a grill. But it's not like you can figure out whose grill it was because that thing was burnt to hell, too, I'm sure. Yeah, that thing's gone forever now. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be an arson investigation for sure, right? I mean, but... Can you get uh, arrested for that if it was an I accident? It, it's just negligence, ultimately. Yeah. I mean, people are a little fucked up. I will tell you this much. They ain't never letting charcoal grills back at Hard Rock Stadium Hell ever no. again. Gas or nothing. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. There's no more grilling allowed. Cater your fucking food. Yeah, don't be ruining uh don't be ruining some fun uh tailgating experiences because you forget to put your grill out. It's just like looking at these pictures is just like, oh, that's what the inside of a car looks like. <laughs> I mean, this is priceless. The fact that they're in the stadium and you see just smoke billowing. I mean, my oh, first thought awesome. coming out of the stadium after the game, like obviously shit canned. You come off a win like Miami did, and we'll talk about that in a moment. Come off a big dub. And you're like, dude, let's just go home. Let's get home. We'll keep the party going. And you walk out and you can see the insides of your car <laughs> just completely desecrated from the fire that happened earlier. Oh, my God. So strange and unusual. I, I wouldn't know. I mean, like you walk out and you like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. And then you just basically, I, I mean, you got to laugh at that point because it's I like, mean, what my, do you do? My assumption has to be that someone put the grill in their car before it was completely cooled off would be my assumption. Because like who would just leave a grill out? I guess if it's hot, though, you would. I don't know. It's yeah, just like if it's hot. You would. Something had to be close to it that was flammable. Yeah, whether that's a plastic, you got to rem- remember it's Miami in September. Yep. It's hot as fuck, hot and humid. Yep. So it's going to be very interesting to see and get down to the bottom of this as to what caused said fire. But these poor eleven people are walking this week. That's a, like that's eleven a, families, most likely. Yeah, could be. Could be. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. How many people have you know multiple uh, car houses? You know, who knows? Who knows? It's true. I mean, shit's crazy, but hey, big, big dub for the Dolphins. We're gonna. No one died too. I want to make that clear. Well, hey, everybody was alive after. That's why it, we can last important, it. right? But it is, it is fucked up. If my car was burnt when I came out, I would be so angry, like on so many levels. Yeah, it'd be like, what the fuck just happened? Like, what are you gonna give me the blue book value for that? Like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Your car burnt to a crisp, uh, one dollar. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah exactly it's like shit, you, you know what i i'm i'm kind of happy that the majority of the vehicles that were burnt right weren't necessarily electric because yeah. if they were like that pure ev that turns into like a hydrogen bomb that's a bomb yeah so no yeah consider yourself lucky 11 people that car got destructed the 11 people who don't drive rivians or teslas good work yes good work yes now vince talk about another tire fire of a weekend sure um college football was fucking insane dude and it was annoying to me it pissed me off a lot this weekend (laughs) i uh i i mean hey being a USC fan, pretty happy to see oh, yeah? what the outcome of this weekend was. Just sure, I'm sure. Basking in the glow of Lincoln Riley right now and Caleb Williams throwing like 16 touchdowns in two games. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. So, um, but to kind of lead into that, Vince, I mean, why don't you go into the fight in Irish dropping one against Marshall after winning or losing a very close game against Ohio State? Why don't yeah. So essentially, why don't you touch on this a little bit. Essentially. <laughs> Notre Dame had Marshall come in and basically Marshall gets a what one and a half mil from that game. 
Yeah. And the and generally the assumption is Marshall comes in, Notre Dame beats their ass, they move on with their life. But Notre Dame doesn't really have an offense right now. <laughs> and it is driving me insane. You can't go 0-2 to start the year. They started out number five. I don't think they're ranked anymore. You can't lose the Marshall like that. That's basically what it is. I don't can I don't even want to dive into it. Like so much bullshit happened that there really isn't a lot to discuss, like play by play wise. It was really just new regime. They're probably figuring things out, sure, but you're still Notre Dame. You still got a job to do, and you still can't lose to Marshall. Like there's levels to this shit. You can't be losing to Marshall. This isn't the Randy Moss Marshall. I don't care what anybody says. It was a bad game overall, and it pissed me off a lot. <laughs> Who knows? A Chad Pennington, you know, uh, you know, Marshall days could be back in. You never know, man. Maybe. You know, I don't I think mean, so. Chad, you know, it's not like Marshall looked that good. It's like Notre Dame really just looked that so bad. So Notre Dame just looked that bad. Yeah, which is oh, even worse because it's like they the expectations are so high. And it's just you can't. I don't know. They were losing to Marshall for the majority of the game. Yeah, I like, know. I I looked down and I was like, oh, this isn't going to last long. I caught like the first half and I was like, this isn't going to last long. No. Could you imagine if you bet Marshall? They were probably like plus 500 to yeah. win that game. Shit, if you took the under. I wouldn't have taken the under either because I thought Notre Dame was just going to route them. But the, Notre Dame scored one time in the first three quarters. They scored one touchdown in the second quarter. Marshall scored in the second, third, and fourth, and they both put up two tutties in the fourth quarter. So what I thought was probably going to happen was Notre Dame was going to come back, take care of business, score, whatever, and Marshall was just doing what they wanted, and they're supposed to be a defensive-minded coach, or they have a defensive-minded coach. They're supposed to be a defensive-ran team, and it just isn't that case. So, you know, they I mean, they have to win next week, or there's going to be an Irish brawl. That's really I mean, if the Irish go 0 and 3, that is insane. You should guys stop throwing go... interceptions. That's the biggest thing. Well, not only that, but they they need to run the ball. They need to get back to Notre Dame brand football. They don't have a quarterback worth of shit. Mm-mm. Um and I feel as if I mean, here's the question, is Brian Kelly leaving hurt them that bad right now? I don't think he so. Could recruit that you. talent. <laughs> And to get into that, LSU <laughs> drops drops one against Florida State, and yeah. he basically threw his entire team under the bus. Yeah, it's I mean, tragic. granted, they came they came back this weekend and absolutely smoked Southern U, but it's also Southern U. Um, it's Southern U. Yeah, no, I know that's that's kind of what I'm saying in the first, in, in general, but yeah, it's Brian Kelly is a waste of space. I didn't care about him in Notre Dame, but I thought it fit pretty well, so it was what it was. Um, but yeah, they they came in beat Southern U, whatever maybe. The thing with Notre Dame though is you're sitting there and you lose to Marshall, and that was a given win. But now, granted, these aren't the best teams in the world, but these are hard teams to play. They go up against Cal this weekend, then they move on to UNC next weekend. Then they got BYU, Stanford, and then UNLV is like the first game where you can be like, okay, they should definitely win that but there's a realistic opportunity here where they can split these next four games and lose to maybe a stanford maybe byu and if not either of those like unc could take a game there and you're sitting at two and four and just hoping for the best and that's not a not the way another dame team runs they make they make in the college playoff this year hell no they already lost that that's already gone it's gone you lose to marshall you you done Mm -hmm. so basically to lead into this, I don't know how 
long Brian Kelly's going to be at LSU because the media doesn't like him. He shows up at media days and it's like the most unenthusiastic thing I've ever seen. My man. They're they're not even happy. Yeah. You see that thing where that lady was like, I walked in he was like, oh, starts in five minutes. You're late. And he's like, maybe if you win one, (laughs) we'll be on time. I'm like, what a bad bitch. Because no one did that to Brian Kelly anywhere he went before this. Like no one was going to do that to him. And the fact that she just said that and he was like, well, I don't he didn't know what to say. And it was just like, good, like get that asshole because he deserves to get shit on every now and then. We're not in South Bend anymore. That's a yeah, for sure thing. We're exactly. no longer in South Bend. Now and you're it's not in the like SEC. people in South Bend are nice, but games. oh boy. Well, in Indiana, oh yeah. I mean, Notre Dame, they, they have all the forgiveness in the world if you lose games because it's Notre Dame. Yeah. And everybody loves to give Notre Dame excuses. It's been the story from the beginning hey, of the time. All right. They're just all not right. that good of a I'm yes, listen, they they're are. just not that great of a program. They're yes, just they not. Are. How? They're legendary. You can't you cannot put that past them. Speaking of legendary. Yeah. Saban almost goes into Austin and drops one to the booger eater himself, Sarkeesian. My boy. And I have a hot take that if this Quinn Ewers doesn't sprain his AC joint in the first quarter, Texas wins that game. Easy. I Texas should have won the game anyway. That Um, kid was slicing and dicing him. He looks like the the, the real thing. You ready for a stat? Not really a stat, but just a... A causation versus correlation situation. Um, The Queen of England died this weekend. Everybody (laughs) knows that. Um, The last time Texas beat Alabama was before she took power. (laughs) And then she died. And then this game was eerily close to Texas taking it. And I still think Texas should have taken it. So that's just something. That's some food for thought. Keep that in mind. Because that kid was looking good. Mike, it was a rough show. It was a rough show, and I, I understand that. But, I mean, this kid was looking He's legit. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks really good. I mean, to give him some stats, and I mean, I understand it was, you know, he was out after that first, basically half. Yeah. But, I mean, in his 36 attempts, he's got 25 completions. He has a 69% completion percentage, 359 yards. Two touchdowns, one pick. He's taken one sack, and the sack he takes, he just got absolutely destroyed. And the thing is, too, is he kind of only has one year here. Like, it's make it or break it, because you got the Manning boy coming in next year, and there's going to be a lot surrounding him. Um, <clears throat> can I get into the refereeing really quick? Go into the refereeing, Vince. All right, so there was two plays that were egregious, in my opinion. Um Alabama barely won. I want to put that out there. Barely. It was a field goal to win. It was stupid. Um, The first thing, there was uh, Bryce Young was in the end zone, the other end zone. He was on, they were on like the two yard line or something like that. Way way pinned back. um, Texas goes in, tackles him for what should be a sack, and they get called for targeting and roughing the passer. Neither of which were the case. At all. And I can say that with confidence. Usually I'll admit it. No way that this was a thing. So they want to review it. Problem with that is they can only review the targeting. They can't review the roughing the passer. So they go in there and they play the replays over and over again. And it was blatantly neither of those penalties. And all they can do is take back that targeting, giving them the roughing the passer penalty, taking away the safety, and then basically giving Alabama a chance to run down the field. The next thing, 
big holding call for that Bryce Young running play. Um, if you guys watched the game, you know what I'm talking about. He, he what was it like a 25 yard run, something like that. Um, oh, the run that put him in field goal position. Yes, exactly. Big, so he big. eluded the sack, which was a like Texas. Nice yeah. I mean, listen, that was an aggressively athletic play. Like, yes, not many people on the face of the planet can evade that sack the way Bryce Young evaded that sack. Just the balance, the flexibility, the keeping the it eyes was great. down the He's field. Incredible. The he could have shit. He could have shit his pants and fell down. He didn't do any of that. He just kept yep. it moving. Um, chances are there was a hold on the play. Mike, and if watch that playback and look at the right tackle, Jersey and hold arm and hold there's takes. I know I get it, but this was a situation where it wasn't like holding in one place. It was like Bryce young pulls around at the side. The defensive player goes to get him, and the guy egregiously grabs him. No call. He would have been down at the line of scrimmage unless he broke the tackle. He would have been down at the line of scrimmage that field goal would have never been a chance the game would end it that is kind of what i'm saying where it's like all right let's not call it let's make it exciting alabama goes in and takes it out alabama shouldn't have won that game if you watched it alabama shouldn't have won that game texas was in charge of the game the whole time i agree i think what the booger eater is creating there in austin in years to come will be 100 percent a winning program arch manning man Arch Manning, dude, don't sleep on this Quinn Ewers kid. I mean, he's a stud. He's an absolute stud. Yeah. He is going to be a first-round draft pick. There are no two bones about it. And I'm not trying to crown him too early. It's just he's a five-star recruit coming out of Texas, hometown boy, coming from an alma mater of a high school that just breeds football, has one of the largest high school football stadiums in the country. Um, Google that, fun fact. But with all of that – Arch Manning, I think, will have a year to sit, and that's their plan. And then they're going to redshirt him his freshman year. He gets a year to sit, learn an offense, and then he's going to be the guy. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah, I, I like Texas. Older, Quinn's an older freshman as it is, so he'll play this year, play next year, and then he'll be eligible for the draft because technically he has three years because he redshirted last year with Ohio right. State. Yeah, and like I mean, that's the thing. It's like you can see it change a tide with Texas, which is good because college football is better when Texas is good, in my opinion. Um, the last thing oh, that fuck Texas. Me, I mean, fuck I, Texas I, in general. I, it's I, I, it's I just, fun when they're good, dude. It's fun when they're good, in my opinion, at least. Yeah, fuck Texas. Because I, 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 you know, horns down always. I do like the individuals on the each team, though. Did you so see the, the Alabama's running out with horns down? I'm like, you guys should not be proud of that. Figure. Did you see what did you see what Saban said running out the field? He's no. like, don't do that shit. <laughs> like, no, it's a hot take. Like he's running to the middle of the oh field to God. shake hands with Sarkeesian and he sees his players rolling with the horns down. He's like, don't be doing that shit. Yeah, because he wasn't proud of that win. No, you shouldn't no be proud shot. of that win if you're Alabama. No effing way. Should I can't even imagine what the lines Alabama. were, but I'm sure Alabama was much favored in that game. And Absolutely. it did not go like if you if you picked this very there, surprised of the Texas defense, Texas defense looks legit. Yeah, they looked like dogs. I mean, Bryce Norman Young, Nate's going to hate listening to this right now. I know. We're talking I know. But Texas and he's going to be like, well, fuck that shit, boys. <laughs> we, hey, we're unbiased. Besides, well, actually, no, we got we got a Packers guy on here, so we're completely unbiased. Um, <laughs> what does that have to do with anything right now, Vince? It has shit to we're do with un- anything. We're an unbiased show. That has and we, go yeah, over, we are unbiased. We go over each of the teams. That's all I'm saying. And 
Texas is there to get talked about this week. I think they're going to have a really good season ahead of them. I just think that they got absolutely bullshitted by the NCAA. Fuck those refs. Ref show. Alabama didn't deserve to win that. And I hope that – I think they went down in the rankings because of that. I'm not going to lie. Well, yeah, they're ranked 21st now. Tax, or Alabama, I meant, so far. Oh, no, Bama, Bama's going to remain Bama. Now, what's going to be interesting is next week, OU plays Nebraska. Now, that'll probably be another tune-up game because OU really doesn't have a tough schedule until Texas on October 8th yeah. at the State Fair. And Nebraska doesn't have a head coach. <laughs> and to lead into that, Scott Frost yeah. got fired. Scott Frost, we talked about him, I think, last week. We did. Was we like, were, or no, we two, at him. It was two weeks ago. It was week zero. And we're like, yeah, we're like oh, how long boy. does Scott Frost last? <laughs> Not very long. That's the answer. Shout out Fred Resler. Loving UCF. I think he should come back at this stage of the game. He might oh, man. Um, so, yeah, Scott Frost got axed. I think it was bound to happen. Not going to lie. Um, it Kind of the writing was on the wall for that. Yeah, um, after you dropped that game to Northwestern the way you did. It's over. Yeah. It was just, and especially Nebraska wants to be that that Nebraska of old team. They're, I don't, they're not. I mean, they aren't. Like <laughs> it's obvious that they aren't. They want to be that, and I don't think he was taking them to do that. So that's that was one of the big things um, that I kind of pulled from that. It's just like Nebraska's got to have really big culture change going on there. What's the one to ten that Scott Frost ends up on Alabama staff? Hmm. It's going to be interesting to see because he's never had an SEC gig. Um, but that's but will, that save and bump is huge. I know usually he takes guys back that he had, similar to how Bill well, Belichick Bill does it. But like Bill O'Brien, I got news. He's a terrible offensive coordinator, and he's not a very good coach. He doesn't really mm-hmm. inspire. Some of those play calls on Saturday watching that game was like head-scratching. It's like you're going to run a draw on third and seven. It's like, what are you, what are you trying to accomplish? Like he doesn't get aggressive until he absolutely needs to get aggressive. He got a lot of I mean, love from the Penn state thing too, when it was just like, what is someone going to do? And he, he anchored it pretty well. So they were like, Oh, Bill O'Brien's the man. But in reality, it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. After what he did with the Texans, not many people uh, will believe that, but we'll see. Scott Frost may take a year off. I think he needs a year. He's going to make his money. I mean, what's funny is yeah, he might've gotten fired from Nebraska, but they paid him all of his money. So he got paid a bag, so he's sitting pretty. That guy can retire for the next year. That's the Ed Ogeron treatment. Exactly. Eddie O just had an interview talking about that. <laughs> Basically, they're like, well, You're going to give me off. four mil to walk like, off? They gave him okay. 17. 17, that's what it was. He said, you tell me what door I got to walk out of. <laughs> yeah, he said, said you tell me what time and what door I got to walk out of. You're going to give me $17 million. <laughs> So like, sure, why not? Fuck yeah, Go I'll take it. Go Tigers. <laughs> Go Tigers. Go Tigers. And I don't they think said, they're well, much better without him. I'll tell you that. No, I know. I, I Eddie L was starting to win there towards the end. He just didn't have Joey B anymore, and they didn't want to have any patience. So, yeah, it's it's very interesting what's going on at uh, the, the LSU. Nebraska is going to take some uh, time to come back. Now, I will say a team that may have shown its its muscle a little bit this past weekend. And by the way, they took an absolute beating in the swamp. Um, Kentucky might be a team. Yeah. Because, dude, that Florida D was, like, suffocating. Yeah. And they still pulled the W out of their hat. I have no idea how. I think that Kentucky might be a legitimate football program. <clears throat> I mean, obviously, they're mind you, it school. is Florida. It is – 
it is the Gators, right? And the Gators really haven't been relevant for a very long time. Ranked, though. I understand that they're ranked. They're always usually in the top And they 25. got that dog at quarterback. Richardson is a stud, but it, 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 they have to finish football games. And they always pool great talent together just due to the fact that they're the state of Florida. But with all that being said, it's still going to take a little bit of time. So maybe a smidge of overreaction on the Kentucky, uh, you, you know, but we'll They're see. ninth in the nation now. It's crazy. It's awesome. What's it's Florida really ranked awesome. at this stage of the game? Uh, I do believe that they're still ranked because they lost in the ninth in the nation. They're 18th now. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, yeah. Kentucky's a good team, man. I'm not going to lie. They're they're a well-managed football team, man. I don't know. There's like it, it is what it is at this point. Like they're actually legit. Mark Stoops is doing something right over there. Hey, leave it to a Stoops, right? That's what they say. Leave it to a Stoops. Now, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about Texas A&M losing to fucking yes. Appalachian State. No and Texas A&M is on a slippery slope. And if they don't come out and kick ass next weekend, they are in the running of potentially not making the college football playoff with arguably one of the largest NIL NIL money deals. deals yeah, in the entire state. In the I entire mean, they state. had they had the best recruiting class in the nation this year. I mean, dude, think about this. You got Miami this upcoming Saturday. Then you got not Arkansas. Yeah, not an easy game. <laughs> Two games back to back, so they run the risk of potentially. Going one and three. Yep. And that Mississippi State team, they're going to beat them, but they're not an easy team to beat. So and you then, go in and then next and, week and you go to pump Sam, Sam Houston. And yeah. then you lose to App State by a field goal. And then now you got Miami and Arkansas to deal you with. You got Arkansas three ranked games in four weeks. Lately. No, Ooh, fuck should not no. be taken lightly. They are rolling right now. They're a squad. And they were last year, too. Don't forget it. It's pretty that crazy, was, man. That was a good team. I <laughs> and people don't take lightly to that in College Station, so <laughs> they better get their shit in the shit together in a hurry. Take a backpack, throw all your shit in there, and get it all together, boys. Because you don't have much time to keep fucking up like this. App State guys is the same thing with Notre Dame. What are you doing? Like, what are you doing? I don't know. Is it isn't it kind of nice though that after all the Bama. And the drama of the NIL and all this, um, you start to see what coaching does. You start to see Jimbo just start to lose out on these small games. And he starts making all this noise in the preseason and talking about Saban being a czar. Well, Jimbo, you're not a czar. And you dropped a game to fucking App State. And now you got two very difficult schedules back to back. Yeah, if I didn't difficult. dislike Saban as much as I do, it would make me I mean, happier. I dislike Saban. I, he just annoys me. He's the same thing with Belichick. Like I understand his greatness, but he annoys me. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, it's no, I. It's just it's the same thing. It's like you got to have good coaching, especially at the college level. It's like you can bring in as many good guys as you want, but if you're not playing as a team, it's pointless. A and M dropping one to App State, maybe worse. The Notre Dame drop of one to App State almost a decade ago. And then not only that, but then Notre Dame drop of one to Marshall. I think it's great. What only college football does this shit happen, by the way. It's it's just so egregiously great. It's it's just it's great. Love it. Love it. So let's move forward. So Vince, 
NFL picks were back. We picked last week. You're off to a hot start again. Do you, do you want to introduce it, Mike? Because <laughs> last week you were talking shit. <laughs> I wasn't talking shit. I just know. I mean, no, hey, I was here. <laughs> I was talking You shit. were talking <laughs> shit. I'm not the one over here. You're just saying and, I'm talking fair shit. Fair enough. Fair enough, right? <laughs> listen. Listen, my guy. We are back to our picks here. Yeah. And, and you know, you might think you're the pick czar. <laughs> All right. Don't you got, Jimbo Fisher. You could be Jimbo the Jimbo Fisher to, to my saving. That's fine. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was your okay. play, buddy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For the people at home, I would just like to let you know that I went nine and seven this week. Mike went you six went nine and ten. And six. Yes. Oh, you went nine right. and seven. Oh, because the Broncos. Yeah. You forgot to add that pre-show, Vince. Way no, to go. no, 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 no. Update it. I did, but I didn't update the sheet. That's just how shit goes. Um, but yeah, nine and seven for me. Um, <clears throat> I'm not gonna take any victory laps. You know, there's a lot of weeks to go. But got seventeen feels, more of these fucking things, Vince. Feels it feels good to win one. You know, <laughs> got seventeen more. Buckle up your fucking chin strap, pal. Get ready. All right, <laughs> All right. let's run. Let's run down them. So Turn first. Down. First game of the of the year this year was Bills Rams. Bills fucked him up. <laughs> Bad. Yeah. Super Bowl hangover, maybe? I don't know. Didn't look good on Rams side. Matt Stafford does not look healthy. He nope. does not look like he's delivering the ball to anybody else but Cooper Cup. And Cam Akers looks like he's ass. And even Sean McVay has come out and said that he needs to continue to prove himself if he wants to get more carries. So to all our fantasy owners out there, pay attention to that. If you already haven't, Daryl Henderson may be a wise pickup if you haven't done so already or try and trade for him because Cam Akers is done. And how stupid do you feel that you may have used a high draft pick on that? Yeah. I mean, I, I, you wouldn't catch me taking a running back in the Rams um, just given how pass forward their offense is. Yeah, my biggest takeaway from this is Von Miller was out for blood and he just won a Super Bowl with them. <laughs> Von Miller was a dog on that Bills line and like two sacks and eight tackles or some yeah. shit. It was stupid. Yeah, like they couldn't do TV shit pressures. It was nuts. The new additions to the Ram off Rams offense do not seem comfortable. Allen Robinson really didn't make much of a difference at all. And Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs are just a, unbelievable unbelievable duo. I mean, honestly, the bills, like I know the bills got rid of that draft pick to send Justin Jefferson, or I guess the pick for Justin Jefferson over to the Vikings. The bills aren't, aren't hating the trade still. I mean, that connection is wild. Oh, the bills love that trade. That's one of the best trades. I think over the past five years, I mean, would they for both teams? Cause like, I mean, Absolutely. shit, they, they would also want Justin Jefferson, but screw it. I mean, I'll take Stefan Diggs If you know, you're going to get one Stephon Diggs is far more of a proven commodity. Now with all that being said, Josh Allen's an absolute dog. Yeah. And I would say out of any guy in the league, he probably has, I, I don't know. I think at this stage of the game, you could probably put him as the top quarterback in all of football. Let's say so. I think there's an argument between two guys and we'll see. The other guy we're going to talk about later, but Josh Allen is definitely one a or one B. I mean, they're both equal at this point. Um, yeah, that's all I got on that game. I mean, shit Rams. Come on. <laughs> that's all I got on that game. 
Now, moving to Detroit. Yes. Dan Campbell was looking for kneecaps. He was three points short. This game, I think, surprised a lot of people as to how high scoring it was. 38 Eagles, 35 yep. Ram- or Rams. Lions. Lions. Yeah. With all of that being said, I mean, Vince, A.J. Brown. Wow. Yeah. Um, I think there was like a lot a of man. Pe- a lot of people were just like, is this going to make that big of a difference? I think it showed also in the Tennessee game that we're going to go up in a moment. But A.J. Brown's a really good fucking wide receiver. And just don't forget that. Um, Jalen Hurts looked good enough to win a game. I don't think he looked great. Um, Jared Goff looked better than I thought he did. I think a lot of people were drinking the Lions Kool-Aid because of the hard knocks and all that stuff and how much they like the team. Going into this, I mean, they played a really fucking good good game against a team that people expect to go to the, you know, go to the playoffs at least. So I think the Lions are still going to have a losing record this year. But I think they surprised some people with how they played this week. Lions are going to be a good team. I mean, they got talent. Jared Goff will hold them back a little bit. Defense seems to be improving. Uh, but, yeah, you know, Sariani's out there, you know, growing plants. <laughs> Offense clearly looks like it's going to be running through, you know, Jalen Hurts and, and, and A.J. Brown. And yeah. to me, that's – I mean, hey, although all those running backs got touchdowns, which is interesting. Kenneth Gainwell, yeah. Scott – and Miles Sanders all got touchdowns last Most weekend, impossible so. team to start a running back in fantasy has to be. Because it's probably just probably like, the Patriots. I would have one up yeah. you on that, probably the Patriots. I mean, shit, you start I mean Jalen Hurts almost had the same rushing uh statistics as Miles Sanders. So it's just like it's you know crazy. Yeah. So I mean they're they're a well spread out offense. Um Dallas Goddard is nothing to bat an eye at. Devonta Smith did nothing, and he's still like good, you know? Um, so really it's like if they can keep spreading it out and give people different catches and all that stuff, because AJ Brown's not going to have 10 receptions, 155 yards every week, which is not going to happen. So, no, it's not. Devonte Smith is going to get his touches too. So yeah. it's going to take, you know, it's going to take some weeks where, you know, one guy's the other guy. And I mean, Devonte Smith, he still had a fair amount of targets. He still had six targets. He just couldn't convert on any of them. Well, yeah, they're going to walk out of this week and they're like, there's things that we can fix and that's good. And they still won the game. So I don't Who know. I mean, thought that the NFC East going in to week two is leading with the Eagles and the Giants. Just it runs. It runs through Philly, in my opinion. I think we'll they're going to win this division. So, yeah. Now with that coming out, yeah, we'll get into that. Now, yeah. Vince, your guy coming in clutch. <laughs> Coming in clutch, kissing shitty Mitch. Coming in clutch, even though the Bengals looked really asleep (laughs) and looked like they weren't taking anybody seriously. Their long snapper gets hurt halfway through the game. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. So, I mean, Vince, late late round game goes OT. Yeah, Mitch comes up. Him and Fryermuth clearly have a connection. I mean, are people sleeping on the Steelers right now? I mean, granted Najee Harris is hurt now and they're, and they're saying for a few weeks, but who's to say that this team isn't maybe something to fuck with right now. I thought it was a tie the entire time, like the entire out, like overtime. It's like, no one wants to score here. I don't know what's going on. No one wants to score. Um, the Bengals, you're right. Look to sleep basically the whole time. I mean, I think they, they didn't score a touchdown until the second half um <clears throat> Mitch Trubisky looked good he didn't look amazing he looked good enough um that's gonna that's gonna 
you know, do something. But even with the Najee Harris thing, yeah, he's injured. It sucks. We'll see how long it is. Right now he's like questionable, I guess. But he was averaging two yards a carry. He wasn't really doing much as far as rushing is concerned. I think Chase Claypool had over half the amount of carries that Najee Harris had. So um, the thing I like to see about this team is that they're spreading the ball out. Loved Pat Fryermuth. Loved Deontay Johnson. Claypool got in there. I think what they had six different guys end up getting a catch that game, which I think is great. And then their pillar is always going to be defense and lots of interceptions. Joe Burrow threw Four. too many interceptions. Oh, <laughs> not good. <laughs> Joey B, you know, I feel like this happened to the Bengals last year. They started slow. They dropped a game to the bears last season. Everybody's like, no way. Maybe they just got a mesh as a team. They're healthy. And I believe in a few weeks, you will start to see them all come together. Now, that offensive line, no, dude. They need a minute Christ. to mesh, man. They need a minute to mesh. I know, but Burrow mesh. was being murdered. He was yeah, murdered and, the whole and, game. They spent a lot of money on that O-line in the offseason. I just feel like they need a minute to mesh and learn to play each other with each other and, and how that all works. And it'll take some time, but you got to understand, by like week four, they're just going to be rolling. Is Don't this, sleep on the Bengals. Is this an argument that preseason matters? Mm. Because there's a no. there was a lot of there was a lot of teams looking sluggish and slow off the off the bat here, like they never played together, and a lot of players don't play in the preseason anymore. It's true, it's a true statement. Listen, I would state that is the juice worth the squeeze when you have a week or two to kind of figure it out. Yeah, and especially now in the NFL, teams aren't going undefeated. You don't see many two lost teams anymore. So, Which is what you want. You're looking for the parity anyway. So that's a plus. Absolutely. And then, and then who's to say that all this shit isn't script anyway? So whatever. But that's a whole other conspiracy. <laughs> the fucking Texas-Alabama game was, bitch. Entirely that. other day. Entirely other day that we can go down <laughs> yep. rabbit holes. Because uh, some NFL, former NFL players have come out to state that. But Vince, here's a pick that I got entirely wrong. And I will come out and say it. <laughs> I... In my defense, if you do look at the statistics and history behind Bill Belichick playing first-year head coaches, he does own them. So my thought process was not far off. If you look at the statistics of Bill Belichick going to Miami and playing the Dolphins. So it's conflicting. Different game, Mike. 100% conflicting. I will state that, you know, Bill looked, uh, that offense looked stagnant. Mac Jones looked lost. Defense looked very very huffy puffy put it that way this is one of those looks can be deceiving as far as stats are concerned um so opposite of looks can be deceiving i guess um it looks like max jones had like a good game i mean he 21 for 30 with 213 is not too bad touchdown inter- interception is middle middle of the route he didn't look good at all when i was watching that i was like he doesn't really know what he's doing i think that offense is confused and I think that has something to do with them having that new offensive coordinator who's calling the plays. I don't really know. Matt, Matri- Matt Patricia? Yeah, but is he? He's, <laughs> like, a, defensive, he's a defensive coordinator. There's, yeah. The, well, I'm just saying, losing, like, is he? Is Bill doing it? Like, who's calling the plays on that offense? Yeah, this is just kind of the beginning of the end. I think the Patriots, as you stated preseason, I think this is going to start to be the demise of the empire, so oh, yeah. to speak. And Mac Jones, looking back on this, does Mac Jones turn out to be the worst QB in that draft class in 2021? 
who's to say that it's um, possible. It's I'm not going to say that. I mean, it kind of look like it, but yeah. you never want to state it too soon. I will say though, that the defense, you know, it's week one. You don't want to look too much into it, but they don't seem to have the horses that they used to in the past. So time's going to tell, but Mike, Mc, Mike McDaniel looked like he knows what the hell he's doing. And he, he needs a like wheelbarrow he, for those nuts, boy. You see that? He's got, he's got nuts. <laughs> he's got, he's got balls, man. I give him credit going on fourth down a couple different times and, you know, rolling with Tua, which I still don't think he's a guy, but yeah, 100%. there's a lot of, we saw a lot of things this game Tua played pretty well. At, I, this seems like it's that's his best that he can play. I still don't think he's starting quarterback. I just like it watching it. It just looks so disjointed and weird. He doesn't have those like innate physical abilities. Like he can throw the ball super far, or he's Tyreek says he's accurate, but he's not accurate in a lot of things. Well, he what's he, over, what's he gonna say? What's he gonna say? My quarterback right. isn't what my last one was. You also you don't know, have to say that he's better than the last guy and more accurate. You can just say he, two is the man and get over it. But like the eye test will always win. So in this state, yeah, Tua looks like he has to really wind up and throw the football in order yeah. to get it anywhere down the field. It's not a very natural motion. It's not like you you look at Justin Fields. You look at guys. You could even say Josh Allen. Shit, Josh Allen. He's I mean, the king of that. That's that's easy, but just makes yeah. it look easy. Just flick of the wrist. They're athletic. Not saying Tua isn't athletic, but he isn't that guy. Yeah. So as far as arm talent's concerned, like you're really betting on like smart decision making, throwing the ball where it needs to be, um, and not necessarily that far. I will say though, he got the ball to a lot of his receivers. I mean, I think he. He threw the ball to like nine guys in that game. Um, one thing that really, and I didn't know how it was going to fit initially, the Chase Edmonds addition is a net positive for them. I think he's really good in the backfield for those guys. There's other dudes obviously on that team that can run the ball as well, but as far as a pass catching back, Chase Edmonds is a nice addition on that team because he gives them another ability to say, hey, I'm going to throw the ball out here. I have somewhere to go. If all my checkdowns don't work out, I can at least toss it to Chase Edmonds and see if he can do something on the side. So I like them. Um, I think they're coming in second in the AFC East, like I said earlier. They'll maybe catch a wild card, but they. I, I have a thought process here, and I do believe that Lamar Jackson is waiting to come back home. And he's not resigning for a reason because he's betting on himself. He's going to have a banger of year. Miami's got a lot of money to play with, and they're going to go grab him. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, at this point, obviously, those those contract negotiations aren't going too well. But Lamar Jackson is the Ravens, so if he leaves, they're pretty much yeah, yeah. (laughs) If they lose him, they're done for a while. Yeah. Now, the revenge game looked like it was going to go the way of the Panthers. Okay. We're talking Browns at Panthers here. It was really close. Baker looked good, but man, I give the Browns credit. They, they worked. Jacoby Brissett looked efficient. The Browns are, they're lucky that they got out and got after it early because Mm -hmm. it seems like, and the tides did turn. I mean, the Panthers scored 17 in the fourth. Um, this was one of my favorite red zone games because it would always go back and then nothing would be happening. And then all of a sudden it would go back again and there'd be five touchdowns. You're like, what's going on right now? Um, yeah, Jacoby Brissett is, this is not a starting quarterback. <laughs> craziest like, play of this entire game 
yeah. is Baker must a snap balls literally on the ground. Christian McCaffrey, like a one field intelligence picks the ball up gone 20 yards. I'm like, yep. what looks like he was shot out of a cannon. Dude's a I, he's so fun to watch. Oh my God. Um, when he's healthy, he's the best. That's the thing. It's like, if he stays healthy, he's, he's one of the most electric players to watch in the NFL. I mean, it's him and Justin Jefferson, and there's not really other guys that can really even come up close to him. I mean, you could say um, Jonathan Taylor's an arguable. Yeah, I'd agree too. But he's as far as like the flashiness is concerned, yeah, I love watching Christian Physical McCaffrey. gifts of just a pure athlete. Yeah, McCaffrey shines. Now, good game for Baker. Didn't look terrible. That defense for the Panthers needs to improve. Usually week one, these defenses are kind of caught on their heels. They're so but- mid, though. They're so mid. The Panthers are so whatever. Like Matt Rule's going to get fired at the end of this year. Panthers might be like, you know, seven and ten or something like that. Like, they're so whatever. <laughs> the whole team is just like, okay. <laughs> like you really get Christian McCaffrey. And then besides that, you have two former first round draft picks that are like pretty good. And then the defense is just like meh. Like it's just you watch them and you're like, and nothing about this game was inspiring to me at all. That's the best way to put it. Yeah, it was kind of a snoozer, not going to lie. No team really made me feel like, oh, my God, they're the best. Amari Cooper didn't do shit. Like, the whole, it was all just milk. Yeah, Kareem Hunt, though, had a day. Have yourself a day, Kareem Hunt. And the thing is, too, is so did Nick Chubb. (laughs) They both were able to, like, Nick Chubb is, like, what, 155 rush yards that game, too? And Kareem Hunt was just, like, absolutely lethal out of the backfield, especially in past formations where he was just like taking those dump offs. He was lethal. It was great to see. Oh yeah. Great to see. Speaking of a very interesting game though, Vince. Oh boy. Colts at Texans first the tie of the season. Happened? Hey, lovey. Lovey's got these boys playing D. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and anybody who drafted Damian Pierce thinking he's the second coming of Christ, uh, you fucked up because it doesn't <laughs> look to be that at all. <laughs> If it's a late round, late round draft, then you know, fine, good job. Okay. Good yeah, work. keep him on your bench. He might get hot at the end of the game. I thought that it was over in the third quarter. <laughs> the fact that the Colts even came back to make it a tie is big, and that's really a detriment to the Colts because you're like, what the fuck are you guys doing? They're a better team than that. I think that the Texans just had that dog in them. I know that's like not like a statistical, like this is why it happened. Texans just looked like they were out there to, for blood. And fucking Davis Mills is good, dude. I've been saying it for years, Vince. <laughs> I know. I know you have. For the it's past just, year. He's, he's that good. kid may go down as one of the best draft picks of that draft overall. He has all the tools to be a successful quarterback. Longest in neck in the NFL. Long ass neck next to Mike <laughs> Lennon. Yeah. But. At the end of the day, he's smart with the football, and he can make good throws, and he has good weapons. And if they continue to build around him, he will be successful. You know who the MVP was in that matchup? I mean, Jonathan Taylor looked like a beast. So did Michael Pittman, but continue. Juice. Juice. O.J. Howard. O.J. Howard. He didn't caught know two he... touchdowns on two targets. Let's, Dude, let's not go too crazy. Just saying, did not know he was on the Texans. I don't no think anybody clue. knows where the hell he went. I know, but he, he, okay, he was kind of a victim of circumstance. Yeah, I understand. Like, he, he still robbed never Gronkowski came, time. and it was like, okay. And then Brady didn't go to O.J. Howard, and it was like, all right. So he had to go somewhere. I think O.J. Howard's a physical specimen. I think he's better than what he's been given the last couple of years. So it is cool for to see him come 
out for that. But hey, if you're saying two receptions, two touchdowns, two targets, that's 100%, baby. That's all I'm saying. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. Shit, he could have went over two, and he went two for two with two touchdowns instead. I understand. I understand. I mean, <laughs> hey, I just wouldn't bank on that week after week. That's all I'm. Nah, he's not. A, he's not a fantasy guy. Don't get me wrong, no, but that was not it was, that guy. You're not. And that also, guy. another guy I didn't know was in the NFL still, Rex Burkhead. Ran no all over. Yeah, yeah, he he was just. It's the most yeah. Lovey Smith thing of all time. Play defense, run the football, use play action. That's what they're gonna do. Michael Pittman's having a big year. Say it now. Mm-hmm. Matt Ryan likes that guy. And everybody looked at me crazy when I took him in the second round. They're like, you're stupid. I'm like, am I? Yeah, still you are. No, I'm kidding. Frozen <laughs> Actually, country. Right, as right. an aside, we both won. Fantasy, everybody fantasy. bust our balls. And not only did we win, we won aggressively. Convincingly. So Fuck we are you back. Taxi yeah. squad boys. I can't wait to talk shit to all of those boys individually. Yes, me <laughs> too. Because I will. <laughs> Sucks to suck, bro. All right, so yeah. that's the first tie of the year. Um, Matt Ryan looked good. Matt Ryan looked like Matt Ryan. Jonathan Taylor's a good running back. I think that's kind of the biggest takeaway. It just Indianapolis has to has to come out with some more veracity right off the bat next week because scoring three points in three quarters is not going to do you well, especially yeah. if you're playing other teams that aren't the Houston Texans. Pretty much. Yeah, well, the Colts have two like tune-up matches, I'd like to say, and uh, they got the Jags next week, so we're going to get into that. But yep. Saints-Falcons, Vince, I mean – yeah. I mean, this game was just like, okay, yeah, the, the Falcons are probably going to lose, but it was really close. Yeah, I – this is another one where it was like – and this is what I'm saying about the preseason thing. It's like all these good teams are coming out slow and all these bad teams are coming out hot because the Lions I mean, I did it too. I consider the Saints a good team, but – Good enough. I mean, better than the Falcons. Falcons are supposed to be one of the worst teams in the league, and – Falcons come up and put a 16 spot in the first half against them. I mean, Marcus Mariota looked good. I don't know what to say. He didn't Mariota have any passes. Mariota does look good. He's on an offense that's going to cater to what he does well, and he's going to be great. And also, Cordero Patterson being like 30 years old and realizing he's a running back is the biggest revelation in the world. You can thank Matt Nagy for that. He's so damn good. True statement, you can. you can thank Matt Nagy for that. Yeah. Ooh. I think that's the only thing Matt Nagy did right. We're going to talk about this later, but actually, no, I'll save it. I'll save it. I'll save it. I'll save it. Save it. You yeah. you barrel that thing, all right? Yeah, I'll barrel it. You you put a cork in that, Vince. Um, but overall, but... Saints, Saints with the dub at the end. I mean, hey, that was a close, close game. It looked like your boy LASIK was hurt early, but. Yeah, he's questionable now. Um, definitely has an Taysom injury Hill but... season. Taysom Hill season. Taysom Hill had a great, great game too. Um, hopefully not because I like James Winston and also James Winston looked really good in my opinion. Um, okay. watch, I mean, shit, 23 for 34, two TDs, 270 yards. He's going to air it out. He's got Michael Thomas is finally back. Michael Thomas looked good in the second half In the first half, nothing happened. I think Jarvis Landry is going to be a sneaky good pickup for them as well. Um, it's an interesting little, interesting little division over there, especially with these teams matching up. So we'll see kind of what happens, but I think the Saints have a chance. I I, I don't know. Tom looks like he's on a mission. So uh, yeah, yeah, I don't think they're going to win the NFC South. No, it's I'm, so yeah, well, we're going to see. They, they hey, they <laughs> the Bucks play the Saints this weekend, so time will tell. Now. Ravens, Jets, we all knew that was going to happen. Tail yeah. of the tape, 
Lamar Jackson just throwing bombs. Not much. Now, Joe Flacco my, isn't a starting quarterback. <laughs> my Jags pick was not far off because they almost won that fucking game. Yes, they did. Um, and not like. Don't sleep, I, on, don't sleep on Ducky P, bro. I won't. No, I won't. It was a good game. Um, I think at the end of the day, Carson Wentz looked pretty good. And they let him Four air it touchdowns out. good. Either way. I mean, that's the thing, too. Two, I, two INTs, a little over 50% for the game. But. It's similar to the other stuff. Like I like when you see an offense spread around the ball and Antonio Gibson, a lot of receptions just coming off of what Carson Wentz usually does with the dump off passes. But Curtis Samuel had a fucking game, man. He really did. It was like every time he threw the ball, somehow he was just there and he was open and ready to go. I mean, listen, the Jags offense, once they get moving, are going to be good. I feel as if Trevor Lawrence is going to take still some time to develop. Because he still, he seems slow. It's a new offense, too. Yeah, it's a brand new offense. I I think it's going to take a little bit of time. Um, But, I mean, man, James Robinson came back. If anybody was questioning that, he was awesome. Yeah, is he? I mean, he's RB1, in my opinion, on that team right now. (laughs) All day long. And then Christian Kirk, they got him the ball early and often, six receptions. We're going to see a lot of that this year, I think so. Oh, yeah, big game. I'm not going to lie. Every time I see Christian Kirk on fantasy, I'm like, I'm not going to get him. But then you have to read. You got to retrain your brain and say, hey, Christian Kirk's going to get the most attempts yeah, thrown at him this year. Absolutely. So. They gave him $84 that. million dollars for Fox's sake. $84 million. $84 I mean, million. Dollars. For that guy, it's, it's crazy. Now, I am surprised of this new Vikings offense, Vince, because My. they looked – unstoppable two picks in a row that i got you on here two in a row back to back and yeah i mean the one was a lot closer than the other but man the vikings offense with this new hc looks legit as legit could be yeah um justin jefferson's so fucking good (laughs) dude he was on he was unconscious he was unstoppable um the packers do this the packers do this Almost every year, almost, where it's like the Packers lose, and you're like, all right, well, they were good for a little bit, you know? And then a couple weeks later, it's going to not matter. Although, here's the thing. I Al Lazard comes back, but, I mean, you could tell Rodgers does not feel comfortable with anything he has, minus Aaron Jones. And he still was making some terrible throws. Yeah. I feel bad for Christian Watson right now. Christian Watson, so that ball, that ball he, went right through his hands. I know, and that's why. I mean, Christian Watson actually put together a decent game, um, but that ball went right through his hands. It should have been a TD. And now every single person on every single social media is posting, this is why Aaron Rodgers can't trust shit. One game, one pass, first game of his career, S- slow down <laughs> a little bit. Who is the guy who, who's not to sleep on? Romeo Dobbs. Yeah. Everybody's talking about this Christian Watson kid. Don't sleep on Romeo Dobbs, dude. I mean, this guy had five targets, four receptions, one rushing attempt for 10 yards. So pretty impressive. And also pretty rest impressive. in peace to everybody in fantasy that's that picked up Aaron Jones thinking he was going to be a top tier back because it's just not going to happen I mean, this it's, year. It's not over yet. I mean, AJ I know. Dillon looks to be the beast. That's what I'm saying. Like, 
the the best case scenario is they're doing 75-25 and Aaron Jones gets 75, but I don't see that happening. I mean, A.J. Dillon had 10 carries, Aaron Jones had 5. So it's just something to keep in mind as you're going forward. Because also, Aaron Jones is supposed to be that receiving back, but A.J. Dillon had caught the ball a shit ton that game. So keep that in mind. I'm just saying, because like even when people were picking him, I'm like, I don't really know about that, and I think it's kind of coming to fruition here. Time will tell. That's all we can say. It's week one overreaction but, time. So. Hey, skull motherfucker got you on that shit. Skull. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Let's keep it moving. Hey, they're, tie, they're tied with the best team in the NFC North right now. So There you go. Look at that. Yeah, the best team in the <laughs> NFC North is right, motherfuckers. So Giants at Titans. Vince yeah. and I both thought this wasn't going to be a thing, but Dayball comes out Stay coaching his ass on, off, showing Barley. love to Saquon, saying you're back. <laughs> And Saquon just looks like an absolute. If idiot. he's he's the McCaffrey of this scenario, mm-hmm. Saquon Barkley healthy. healthy is one of the most exciting things to watch. He's a NFL. freak. He's, he's a freak. fucking insane. Like every time he got the ball, it was a five plus yard carry. He averaged he <laughs> this stat in general carried the ball eighteen times. He averaged nine yards a carry. He's a freak. It's absolute obscene. physical. Daniel freak. Jones is a joke. By the way, I don't care if he went seventeen for twenty one. Don't care. Daniel Jones isn't a starting quarterback either. Daniel Jones Dayball. is in the two attack of Iowa section in my head where it's just like, he's just there. Dayball, until- dude, don't, don't, don't sleep on Dayball, dude. He's going to get creative as he can. And you know what? He showed Danny Dimes that he gave him some trust. And I think that's going to go a long way. So he yelled at his Danny ass Dimes. too on the sideline. I don't know if you saw that. He fucking deserved it. And you know yeah. what? Then they had a conversation as to how to fix it. And then he entrusted his quarterback instead of giving Saquon the ball in the red zone. He let Danny Dimes throw which I think is a huge testament to a coach. So I like what they're doing there in uh, with the giants time will tell. They're not going to be great, but yeah, I I think this was more of a reflection on Tennessee. Just like they've been, they've been getting at it with their wits, you know, or it's just like Tennessee's going to win because it's Tennessee. Frable puts a good team together. Derrick Henry wasn't really on it. He could have been well, here's better. the thing now without AJ Brown. Right. That was that was kind of my now point. Now you have like, one guy to take away. We'll get rid of him, and then it's like, all right, let's see how many balls we can throw to Traylon Burks. <laughs> That's really right. What it yeah, is. yeah. And Traylon Burks isn't a guy. Robert Woods isn't a guy. Robert, Robert Woods, Woods is good, but Robert Woods is good, surrounded by other good guys. Correct. Robert Woods can't be the one. Yeah, Put and then like, their defense can't. didn't play well. The Giants aren't a good team. They have good players, but they're not a good team. So if Tennessee wants to be that, I'm going to win the AFC in the regular season again this year. Best team in the AFC. Don't see that happening. And Tannehill had a a pretty good game, but it was another one of those things where you're just watching it happen. Tannehill is you see what you get. You're never going to be more than what he is. It's just Tannehill, which he's a serviceable NFL quarterback, which there's only 32 of them. So you're doing good. My only question is when's Malik Willis season? Who knows? I don't think he's he's got it, but you know, depending on how it all works, they may want to you know get a little creative with that offense, and Brable may want to see what he can do. So you can't watch much Liberty tape and be like, Man, "This is they this play is what he's going to look like in the NFL." Blind. Yeah, he's going to exactly. be like, shit. Exactly. Um, That's exactly yeah. the point. <laughs> yeah. So now, Vince, here is a take that I actually got correct. Oh. That you didn't get correct. Really saddened me. And uh, the Chargers, man. They, yeah, they look to be there. The fact that and it was a five point game is funny to me. 
because it didn't feel like that. No, not at all. Justin Herbert's an absolute dog. Yep. And Khalil Mack. Oh, dear God. Back to doing Khalil Mack stuff. I really miss him, man. Throwing grown men around like ragdolls with one arm. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. Khalil Mack, five tackles, three sacks. (laughs) My guy was just an absolute fucking dog out there. Um, Also, a name recognition alert, Asante Samuel Jr., Kind of making his name name for himself out there on that defense, which is good. Um, and this is kind of what we talked about, where it was like, you know, uh, I was going to say San Diego. Los Angeles has a good offense. That's known. They got a top tier running back. San Diego. I know. Just like how the Indians will always be the Indians. And the Raiders are Oakland in my head. So this is just a, a combination of misfit toys here. But. They have a solid backfield. They have three backs that you can put your trust in, which is nice, which is something that doesn't ha- often happen. Um, solid wide receiver core, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. If their defense turns on right here, they could win that division, and that's a really fucking hard division. Um, I don't think you can take a lot away from the Raiders here as well. Um, new acquisitions trying to get their stuff together. Obviously, Derek Carr, Devontae, whatever it may be. But... The Chargers were just easily the better team. They should have won this game by 20. It's crazy that it was only a five-point game. Well, Devontae, I think he kind of knows he fucked up a little bit. Although, once again, week one overreactions, I do feel as if they'll figure it out there. Uh, David Carr and Derek are boys. Yeah, and, and they'll figure it out eventually. Time will tell. Now, Cardinals, yes. direct correlation to... Modern Warfare, Kyler Murray, and it's a double point weekend. Yeah, double XP. Double XP weekend. <laughs> Kyler sucks the ass. All Chiefs were throw, slinging a pill Dude. all over the field. Hey, you think Pat Mahomes is going to miss Tyreek Hill? Fuck that. He's going to be better, dude. I think <laughs> he he's going to be better because he doesn't have to worry about who he has to throw the football to anymore. And he it's doesn't. Like, and the thing Juju, is, too, is he MBS, doesn't have Kelsey. that scape. He doesn't have that scapegoat anymore where he's like, if I need to go, I will. Um, that's kind of what Kelsey is, but I feel like he's going to be playing more spread out offense, which is going to be really good for them. Multiple guys catching the ball where it's not as okay. If we cover Tyreek, then they're fucked, which is kind of how I feel like defenses were getting ready for them before. It's like you cover Kelsey, you cover Tyreek, the rest of it will take care of itself. He was just spreading the ball everywhere. Everybody was rushing. Everybody was receiving like fucking Jarek McKinnon, three catches guy Moore got in there. MVP of the game, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire wasn't thinking he's going to have that big of a year, but, man, he looked great. I really hope he does. He's on all three of my fantasy teams, so I really hope that he does. (laughs) Um, You know I'm always going to go back to the Chiefs. Um, Juju looked really good. Um, Juju looked great. And then Marquez fumbles. Juju looked awesome. Yeah, so this team is geared up to win the division again. I know I just said that about the Chargers, but... If the you know someone's got to bring them down before you count crown somebody else, and I don't know if that's happening this year. No, I don't think so. We'll see though. Time will tell. I mean, that this deep holding gonna... the Cardinals to twenty one points with that offense that they have. Granted, you know D Hop is out. They're they're missing a couple other guys, but it, they did. They got I mean, beat. They, they got beat bad. And even the fact that they only won by twenty three is crazy. It seems like they beat them sixty to zero. That's how that's how out of hand it was right off the bat. It was just could it be the Nagy effect, Vince? Could Nagy's back and, and you know, I, he's out there, out I there. Saw this. This is the thing. 
So this is what was in my shotgun that I didn't say earlier. Justin Reed. So Harrison Bucker hurt his leg, his plant leg, not his kicking leg. Justin Reed's safety and also former backup kicker in college. Justin Reed comes out. He kicks the ball off. It's like He's a got kick. a boot. He's got a boot. He kicked it through the uprights <laughs> in a kickoff, which was incredible. And then I saw this video of Pat Mahomes be like, that guy's got a damn foot or whatever the hell he said. But then I saw Matt Nagy's bright-ass bald head on the sidelines, and I'm like, fuck you, dude. Like, fuck you for ruining have, my football team for yeah, over five years. Thanks. I have anger in my body where I see him in a Chiefs jacket, and I'm like, you don't deserve to win. Fuck you. You don't deserve a job, basically. You don't deserve employment in the NFL. I could maybe do a better job as a quality control coach than you could. Yeah, but even um, so, he was talking to him, and I was like, that's so funny just seeing him. But Justin Reed, what a boss. Absolute baller. Love it. Absolutely love it. Do you think like Pat Mahomes like looks at Nagy and like fucks with him and goes, so you didn't want to draft me? I'm sure. I'm sure. Although in his defense, it was John Fox and Ryan Pace's decision. It was not his decision. He did draft Fields and Fields looks to be the guy. And we'll get into that shortly. But the Bucks go into Jerry World. Hold on. Fun tidbit. Fun tidbit that I got. Fun facts. The New Orleans Saints were going to draft Pat Mahomes. Correct. I learned that on Colin Cowherd's program with Sean Payton. Um, but Sean Payton was talking about it with him. And basically the New Orleans Saints were going to pick him. And they were at the point where Lattimore and Mahomes were there. And the Chiefs traded up for that pick. And Sean Payton was literally like, there goes Mahomes. And he did. So fun little tidbit for the people at home. Well, Vince, I believe that a lot of people would have came up to draft him after he fell. I knew he was going to be a guy. It's just all the lineage. It's the uh, supreme genetics. Chances are if your father played in professional baseball, you're going to be a guy. So time will tell. We'll continue to move forward. Now, with all that being said, Bucks. Well, time will tell. He's arrived. He's amazing. Now, the Bucks. Tom's back. I mean, yeah. Maybe I, I thought this to myself, maybe all like the hubbub of him maybe being in a divorce and all this good stuff. Maybe it's like fueling him to focus on football more, which in yeah. itself is kind of scary. Terrifying. He is always without fail. He's just always going to find something to fuel him, and they're always going to be bad or good. I think this is more of a reflection on the team on the other end than it is the Buccaneers. The Dallas Cowboys look so fucking bad. It's embarrassing. And also Dak Prescott's out now for what, four to six weeks. There's no like Cooper rush isn't bringing you anywhere. I think the Dallas Cowboys might be worse than the giants this year. It's over. It's over. Jerry, Jerry fucked up. He knows it's over. Dak at this stage of the game's made a glass. McCarthy. What the fuck? McCarthy's trash. (laughs) I think at this stage of the game, even if there was a trade looking at Jimmy G, it would be denied. matter. It doesn't even matter. It's and just, then, they're bad, dude. Like, CD Lamb is just sitting in this little pocket by himself on that offense. They got two running backs that are good, and they don't have much for receivers. Their defense is worse than it should be, and Dak Prescott's injured. The Cowboys are fucked, and it's kind of hilarious because Cowboys fans are Lakers fans. Lakers fans are, you know, it's like all those exceptional teams from the past, like, whatever. Here's a fun fact for all you Cowboy fans. The Cowboys are the only team in the NFL who did not score a touchdown in week one. 
Wow. True statement. That's a bear. That's a bear stat that didn't happen to the bears. So <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Can't wait for it. Now on our final point, Broncos. Let's ride. Didn't work. They didn't Dude. ride. They didn't ride. Russell Wilson's a weirdo, man. He may be a smidge of a sociopath. Did or you a see when he walked in two. with that suit on? He was wearing I this. Didn't. He's wearing this like. I saw foam. the suit, but I didn't see like. Yeah, he walked in with the seafoam green suit on. And every time someone does that, even when Joe Burrow was doing that, I was like, it's going to suck having to walk out after a loss and have to wear that suit. Um, Russell Wilson does the thing when anybody asks him questions about controversy or whatever, he's always just like, the only person I'm trying to impress is God, which is fine, but it's such a scapegoat and it's so fucking stupid. Um, I think that the revenge game was more on Seattle's end. I don't think Seattle should have booed him. I don't know if you caught any of that. Joe Buck started off the the broadcast and he was running out and he kind of just let the crowd do it for him, which is one of the reasons why I like Joe Buck because he's like, you know, he has a feeling for the game. Fuck um, Joe Buck. I know. I don't know why you don't Joe like Buck. him, but I like him. A lot um, of people dislike him. Joe Buck's a douche. Yeah, but Continue. a lot of people like him. And he's a douche. He's really good at his job. There's no denying it. Even if you don't like him, he's good at his job. Um, but Ross runs out. Seattle just starts booing him. And in my head, it was like, He's the only one that's ever won you a Super Bowl. <laughs> like, well, they're I don't upset if... the way he kind of pushed himself out all the trade Yeah, but rumors. he's the only one that's like if if the Bears had a quarterback that won them a Super Bowl and then wanted to leave seven years later, I'm still cheering him on. Are you crazy? Yeah, man, maybe they're just petty out there in Seattle. Who knows? Yeah, but still, it's like fucked. But <laughs> Geno Smith was so good. Two touchdowns. <laughs> Look great. Rashad Penny doesn't look awful. It's such I mean, a joke. It's such who's a joke. to say that the Seahawks are that bad in, in this division? <laughs> I mean, who's to say? Don't yeah, sleep I, on them, man. I mean, shit. They're they're one to know, and there's other guys in that division that aren't. So that's something see? to keep in mind. Fucking see, I'm not really saying good. they're gonna. They're, I'm not saying they're gonna go and beat the 49ers every week, but yeah. But yeah, it, that was. I think the biggest takeaway is. Denver's no, actually the biggest thing I wanted to bring up about this is what the fuck is Nathaniel Hackett doing? I just don't, here's what I don't understand. How do you pay a guy that much fucking money? It's fourth and five and you don't let him do what he does. Right. And that's why you I don't understand him. how you're, you're going to try and kick a 64 yard field goal. You're not in fucking Denver right now. You have a minute left. And they sit there and they maul over taking a time. Peyton Manning was sitting there like timeout, 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 timeout. It was insane. Like that was what every like that's what I was doing. I was like, "What are you fucking doing? Come on, like do something!" Like they were just sitting there like lame ducks. I think Nathaniel Hackett forgot that he was the head coach and not the OC, so he's like, "Oh, I'm the one that has to take." Wait, I got to do that? Yeah, exactly. And then at the end of all of that, you put all that shit together. Do you think, "Oh, Russ has got a chance. Russ is clutch like this." Bring Brandon McManus out to hit a record-breaking field goal? Like, come on. Uh-uh. See, see you later. No, you ain't winning that way, especially in that division where they're sitting in a similar situation with the Raiders now where it's like every game counts because every team in that division is good. So you can't drop a loss to a lowly Seattle Seahawks team led by, I guess, Pro Bowler Geno Smith. I don't know. <laughs> Pro Bowler Geno Smith, you gotta love it, man. Fucking hell. Remember when he got his jaw punched because he wouldn't spend money? He wouldn't give money to a teammate that he owed money to? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like legit got punched in the face. No, yeah. I love it. Now, Vince, <laughs> this is the segment in time that I've been waiting for. for it's so almost, happy over here. <laughs> for almost a good year now. At least it feels like it. Vince, it is back. And it's official. And in the off season, we do like small ones. But no, no, no. We're going in on this. And even more exciting with a fucking W leading into the taxi squad bears corner. <laughs> the Chicago Bears won the fucking Holy game, shit. Hot take of the week. I should have rolled with them. Oh but you know what? I felt as if, if I didn't choose them to lose, they would have lost. So, yes. Yeah. So you know what? I, I'll take them to lose every week if they win. Here's like all your caveats. The weather sucked. It did. It was horrible. I was right oh, in the middle yeah, of it. It was fucking horrible. Not good for football. Not good for airing it out. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Whatever. Yeah, Trey Lance is a rookie quarterback. Fuck you. Who gives a shit? Doesn't matter. The Chicago Bears beat the San Francisco 49ers, and no one thought they were going to, and a lot of people think the 49ers are have an easy path to the uh, playoffs this year. You got to beat teams like the Bears, buddy, and they didn't. Okay, so actually, fill me in, Mike. How do you feel? You know, listen, I, and I understand a lot of people are in on this whole, like, yeah, it was a rain game. And the one thing that stood out more so than anything was the defense looked like a group of guys who are all on the same page and they are all running to the football. And I think that they have been conditioned to do so a la Rod Marinelli years when we had Erlacher, Briggs, and Tillman and attacking the football on defense, which hasn't been a thing here in a long time. Yeah. And it looks like we're back to a culture of playing defense that's just all going after the football. And Eber playing Fleece magic. I mean, dude, the flus is loose. I am <laughs> jacked about this defense right now because it's like giving me like, early to mid two thousands bears vibes. Mm-hmm. And I am like salivating as to how this could be. And Roquan looks like he belongs and I hope they resign him because he is a freak. And not only that, but a rookie defensive lineman comes in and puts up better stats than any other rookie in the NFL in week one with a one and a half sacks, seven QB pressures and five tackles. Dominic Robinson, welcome to the NFL. Welcome to the NFL. This kid's a freak. And to be honest, I'm so happy we got him. And he wasn't even a high draft pick. So shout out to Ryan Poles and Eber Flues to a good draft seemingly because these guys are looking good on defense. So it looks like we we have a couple of guys right now who potentially know what the fuck they're doing. And it's, it's exciting. Now, once again, week one overreaction, offense looked like poo. In the first, in the first half. half. And I don't know if it was more so second half adjustments, but it just looks to me like this offense is now rolling around what Justin Fields does well. And yeah, you can only take so much because it was, you know, the field was a swamp. By the way, sidebar, that field is a fucking joke. Dude, they put in turf like two weeks ago. Fucking stupid. It's so dumb. I'm so excited that they're leaving. Anybody that wants them to stay does not understand that it's a bad brand of football. It doesn't make any sense in any way, shape, or form. Most Chicago shit ever, though. It's like, oh, you want to you want to leave the stadium? Oh, okay. Uh, 
flood the fucking field. <laughs> yeah, God's like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. The, the forecast in about two weeks is calling for rain, so uh, lay down new set. <laughs> what do you say? It's going to be a fucking swap. You mentioned it, though. Second half adjustments was big. Matt Nagy never did it, ever. No. It was no, always like, this is what the other- offense looks like today. It's not going to be any, any different later. This time there was there was adjustments. Justin Fields looked a little more comfortable in that second half than he was in the first half. And I like to see that. I'm not saying it's going to happen every single week moving forward here, but I hope they learn from past mistakes and they move on with this. Justin Fields barely threw the ball. It was raining. Who gives a fuck? Um, so yeah, I don't know. Like I I don't want to I don't want to overreact. I'm super excited about it. They are number one in the NFC North. It is what it is. You know, we're tied, but whatever. It's just the pure athletic ability. For example. He can make his own play, and that is so exciting to see at the QB position, more so than Mitch ever could, more so than any other quarterback that we've had over the past five years. That play where he threw that touchdown pass to Dante Pettis, the entire right side of the line broke down, and he coursed back to the left side of the field about 30 yards, and Pettis was wide open, led to the first touchdown. And then not only that, but TD to Aquaminius St. Brown, was a dime, and he fit the ball over two defenders. So to me, the kid is looking better. He is progressing and not regressing, and that's exciting. And he's getting comfortable in his play style. It's like last year felt like they were trying to make him something that he wasn't. What they were calling, and again, rain game, a little bit different. That Pettis throw, amazing that he saw him, but that wasn't that wasn't their you know, that wasn't their plan. <laughs> it just ended up being that No, way. that's why I'm saying the play broke down. Right. And, and he's allowed to do, it. he's allowed to do what he needs to do, which I think is the biggest takeaway there. I agree. I agree. Um, but thank Jacked. God they're moving to Arlington at the end of the day because it's such a shitty field. And it's so dumb and it shouldn't be that way. And also so the, the sliding celebration. I don't give a fuck that everybody's like, it's not the Super Bowl. That was so dope. And the pictures were so dope. <laughs> I just love the fact that they all had a plan that when they need the ball, yeah. they knew what they were doing. And they looked at Justin Fields and he's like, we're doing this. And everybody's like, fuck yeah. I was like, that's some leadership shit. It was, it got me so jacked up. It's so jacked up to see the Bears win in Soldier Field in week one again with a new quarterback and a new offensive regime and a new entire regime in general. So it's, it's promising. Not going to crown them quite yet, but. Let's do it now, Vince. Bears-Packers, yes. Sunday night. Who are you taking? The thing is, I know the Bears aren't going to win, but I'm going to take them. I'm fucking rolling with them, too. Yeah. And I honestly think they are going to win. I just, I just don't think Rodgers has it right now. Rodgers, after a bad game, is always terrifying. <laughs> he is. He is. But Justin Fields has come out and said one of his largest goals this season is to beat the Packers. And what a bigger statement game to do so in Green Bay. I'd be so horned up. Oh, I, I will be like half mass. So let's I'm writing go. us down for that. Rolling with the Bears. Rolling with the Bears. All right. Week Lock two picks, in. Mike. Week two let's picks. do it. Let's do it. I'm ready. Uh, come back. You know, yeah, it's comeback season already for you. Starts off early and never ends. Here we go. Chargers at Chiefs. Who are you taking? Mm. Big. This is a big matchup. This is rough. Mm. I'm still. I'm gonna roll with the Chiefs. Me too. They looked so. They looked convincingly amazing. <laughs> like well, I, no, I wouldn't no, no. be surprised. They're playing at Arrowhead. It, it's it's yeah. the worst place. Worst place to play in the NFL. Wouldn't be a surprise if it's an upset here, but I'm taking them. Uh, Patriots Steelers. Steelers. 
I'm gonna take the Pats. Whoa. Yeah. Why? Because I don't uh, think I don't think going down. Sort of, and I also don't think Bill Belichick liked that loss a lot, and I think he's going to be really fucked up this week about it. So he's going to do his best to try to at least pull out a W here. So time take that. will tell. I, I don't know. I still think the Steelers' D looks great, although TJ Watt going down, all this good stuff. Who knows? He does fuck up Mitch. Eh? Patriots could be one, but let's see. I, I think I'm going to roll with the Steelers. I'm rolling with Mitch on this one. Let's go. I love it. All right. Panthers at Giants in the Meadowlands. Panthers. I'm going to take the Giants. Okay. Saquon looks so good. <laughs> okay, let's go. Jets at Browns. Browns. Yeah, me too. Joe Flacco's not a starter anymore. I'm sorry. All right. Colts at Jaguars. It's actually the other way around. What do you mean? Colts are going home. Colts are at home. Oh, this week, why did though. I write that? I'm an idiot. Okay. Come on, home field advantage means a lot to these Sorry. things, Vince. I, sh- I wrote it incorrectly. I'm a big dumbass. There we go. No, you're not. No one ever said that. Oh, oh no, gosh. you're right. They are at <laughs> No, I say this because one of my friends is a huge Jags fan. He's like, "Oh, you want to go to Indianapolis this week?" And I'm like, "Wait a minute." It's in Jacksonville. That- okay, yeah, I it's didn't in Jacksonville. All right. No, you're well, not that much of an idiot, Vince. I apologize. That's cool. on me. Rock on. Tell me. No, I'm rolling with the Colts all day long. Me too. They're winning this game. There's no way they're not winning this game. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Dolphins at the Ravens. Oh, at the Ravens? Yes. Oh, I'm rolling with the Ravens. I think that Lamar's out for it this year, and I think he's doing anything that he can he's to do fucking it. fucking people up this week. I'm taking Baltimore as well. Buccaneers at Saints. Bucks. Tom's pissed. Tom Brady and the Tom. Buccaneers don't. Don't love going to New Orleans. Even with the Jameis Winston looking like Jameis Winston, I'm taking New Orleans. Wow. Okay. Go ahead. Commanders at Lions. You know? Yes. I think this is the one. I think losing a, a close game against a really good team last week, I think the Lions are out for blood. I think the Lions win. Fade those commies again, Mike. I'm fading them again. again. I'm fading them since two weeks in a row. Let's go. I'm taking them. Commanders. Let's go. Seahawks in San Francisco against the 49ers. Yeah, I don't think think that the 49ers lose at home. No shot. So even with all the – no, no, I don't think that happens. So, yeah, I'm rolling with the fucking 49ers. Same. And I feel like the same thing's going to happen here. Falcons at Rams. Falcons at Rams. I'm going to roll with the Rams. Yeah. At home, they're not losing it. They already lost in embarrassing fashion last week. Cardinals at Raiders. You know, I I am not really high on this Cardinals team after week yeah. one. I thought it was either going to be like boom or bust, and they busted, so I'm rolling with the Raiders. Two teams not looking to go 0-2. I think I'm going to take the Cardinals on this just because I do think it's a toss up and for the sake of. Yeah, I just think home team advantage, but yeah. Yeah, but are they really home in Las Vegas? Who knows? Texans in Denver against the Broncos. Oh, I think Russ cooks this week for sure. Yeah, they're not trying to make a show the fuck out. They're not trying to make a show out. Although, very good defense on the opposite side of that field, FYI. Lovey Smith just doesn't coach very well. Yeah. In the. In the. And mile high. True statement. Bengals going to Dallas and playing the Cowboys without Dak Prescott. Oh, Bengals are going to roll. Yep. 
they're going to beat them by a lot, in my opinion. A lot. All right, so we picked the Bears for the Bears-Packers. So moving on to Titans at Bills. Bills. Yeah, at home. Jesus Christ. Titans are going to start off 0-2. And now we have two 1-0 NFC teams, Vikings at Eagles. Yeah, Vikings look really good. They look really good. I'm going to let you lead this one, Vinny. Where are you, I'm taking where the Vikings. Are you? I'm taking the Vikings. You're, you're rolling with the Vikings. You're thinking yeah. they're starting 2-0. I think so. They There was nothing that they did in that last game that told me that they're not going to beat the Eagles this week. <laughs> they looked really good. But, you know, to think about this, they didn't play anybody on offense that was too scary. There's no Devontae Adams. Eagles got some horses. Yeah. I'm going to roll with the Eagles. I, I'm going to fly, game? Eagles, fly. Fly, Eagles, fly. Yeah, you're taking the Eagles. I'm going to roll right. with the Eagles. All right. So we got our picks in. We're going to see how it goes this week. Again, it's anybody's ball game. Who knows how it anybody's goes? Anybody's ball game. We'll All right. A couple here. more things to cover. This is a longer episode. That's what happens when the NFL because comes back. in. The, yeah, comes when the NFL in the comes back, we, we start when it's light outside and end when it's dark outside. Exactly. Except later in the season, it's going to be dark the whole time. So <laughs> here we are. Pretty much is how we work. Okay, so MLB watch, baby. Albert Pujols, 697. He's so close. You know, there's technically a glitch in that in the overall count because a few years ago, there was a rain delay oh. and the game got canceled and then the game restarted and he actually had, I think, like a home run or two. Technically, he's at 699 right now, but due to that oh. game being canceled and then restarted, those home runs didn't count. That's so bullshit. I heard the same thing. And the only reason I know this is because I work with somebody who's arguably the largest Cardinal fan I've ever met. Now, another fun fact for everybody, Taxi Squad will be in the building for the final game of the season at Bush Stadium. So how you doing? Keep it moving. I will be there. You see what Kellerman said today about Albert Pujols? Oh, God, that he'd rather go with Iguodala? No, he's insinuating a PED usage no which is what way. i did last no week way. <laughs> i mean he could but who gives a fuck <laughs> yeah, like, even if he is like shut up let him do it <laughs> i don't think so i no, think I he, he's just arguably one of the greatest hitters of all time and he's putting everything behind this and i love it i i think pool gets there i hope i'm in the building when he does um shout out to my guy zach he's at the game tonight which is wayno and yachty's like potential last start in the building so pretty pretty cool and it's wayno bobblehead night so pretty stuff. pretty All pretty right. dope now another thing that we can't like lose sight of is the fact that aaron judge 57 yeah yes sir away. i he, i think he's gonna beat that maris record this year you think he's gonna beat it i think he might get 62 he's on he's, pace to hit 62 right now. he actually. and he's on he's surging up again which it kind of got to a lull the last couple of weeks as the Yankees were doing poor. He's surging up again. I think once he gets to that 60 area, every hit he goes for is going to be a homer. You know, he's oh, going to, yeah. he's going to try to hit everything over the fence. So I think he gets it. I don't think he hits more than 62. I think he sits at 62. Exactly. And gets it by one. It would be wonderful parody and great press. Love Agreed. to see it. Um, I put the Yale Central race here, but it doesn't even matter because the fucking White Sox lost today, so whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's over. 
Cleveland's, Cleveland shouldn't be where they are, and they are. So, um, And the last thing about MLB that I want to talk about, Mike Trout, seven home runs, last seven games. Pretty badass. Not a surprise. Man's nope. beast. And Greatest baseball player to ever live, potentially. And the funniest thing about it is, and the most angel shit about it is, the Angels have officially gone under 500 for the last nine years. Longest streak in the MLB. It's a joke. They're just a joke of a franchise. You can't have two of the best players ever, honestly, and still be under 500. Just doesn't make any sense. So they need to sell, and they're going to sell. Um, Mike Trout's an incredible baseball player. That's all there is to it there. And then also, Robert Sarver, the owner of the Phoenix Suns and the Mercury, I believe, is suspended for a year because of all the bullshit he was doing in his front office. So... Just remember that as well. You know, this is I, I was on I was watching Sports Center last night, and uh, one of the comments, and I quote, and this is paraphrasing, but one of the neg- the negative comments he said that was sexist and degrading to one of his coworkers or employees was uh, he said to a female employee, "Oh." Someone got an upgrade over the summer. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No I'm way. I'm not kidding. He's on fucking record. Dude, that's this. so easy to not say. That is so fucked oh, up. Man, I was like, wow. And my fiance's like, that's terrible. That's and I'm terrible. dying laughing. It's so funny, it's, but it's so fucked up. so funny, but it's so fucked up. <laughs> you can't Imagine. say that. We in the office, we were like, hey, somebody got debts over the summer. That's I mean, so Dude, rich old dudes are so unhinged. It is oh, so fucked up. They don't up. give a fuck. <laughs> they don't, but that's so and the, and the fine at 10 mil and he's suspended for a year. He's like, okay, here you go. Yet. I'm just going to go on vacation. And then he'll sell his WNBA team. He doesn't give a fuck. He's, he's going to sell the Suns eventually, too. We'll see how that well, goes. Well, yeah. Who knows? But, Maybe that's why DeAndre Ayton wanted out. But that's just, that is rich. Goddamn. Yep. Yeah. Um, Quick Comiskey Corner just to wrap it up. It's here. over. It's over, Vince. I agree. It's fucking I agree. over. Tony LaRusso's been out, though. He's got a pacemaker problem. It's they're, over. Better under, they're better under Miguel Cairo. And I really hope that this is a glaring, obvious need for next year saying, get this motherfucker out of the building because he's not helping them. And all of the so, players are basically saying it without saying it. So, Vince, off the cuff, since it's fantasy football season, do you have any like glaring waiver wire pickups? or drops this this week that you're like, you got to go get that guy. You know, not to toot my own horn, but I had a really good week this week. Like a really Yeah, good I mean, hey, we both did. We both and, did. So with that being said, we leagues, got to show out, right? You know, so we right got to make sure we keep up on those guys. Um, I picked up Hilliard on the Titans just because it seemed like. Because you're a troll? <laughs> a little bit. Um but just because it seems like Derrick Henry is going to get less of a workload than he had last year. Um, one thing that I did pick up right before this, the week started because George Kittle went down and I think he's actually going to be a difference maker this week or this year is Gerald Everett tight end of the Los Angeles chargers. He had a great game last week and it looks like Herbert's going to kind of use him as a, as a safety blanket for the rest of the year. So if I'm picking up anybody, I'm picking up Everett to be my backup tight end. Who I really like right now, okay, notable drops. If you still have that Allgaier kid on the Falcons, drop him. It's over. Uh, It's over right there. 
Now, I like Eno Benjamin. I think that is something to pay attention to. I do think he is the second behind James Conner in AZ. High-powered offense. Someone not to sleep on, okay, right now is Rashad White back up for Lenny Fournette on the Tampa Bay Bucks. Like those. So things to keep into mind, okay, as we start to move forward. Not only that, low-key sleeper at tight end. I know Everett's your guy, Hayden Hurst. Yep. Pay attention to Hayden Hurst, okay? Not going to be a terrible pickup for you. I believe long-term is going to be more of a focal point of that offense. T. Higgins is in concussion protocol. Things to pay attention to as we wind down week one, moving into week two. Vince, it was a hell of a week one recap. Snaps snaps back to football. We are back. So happy it's back, dude. So happy it's back. And back also to sad episodes, back. <laughs> back to longer episodes, back to shorter nights. It's bittersweet. It's bittersweet, you know, but football's yeah. back and, and we are back. And once again, if you don't already know the drill, like it, follow it, share it, Five maybe show it to a family member that would also enjoy it. Maybe it's maybe it's a inappropriate grandfather, as we stated last week. I think that's going to be our new target market. <laughs> if you got any uh, Robert Sarver type uh, grandparents, go ahead and send this over. He to would them. love our show. <laughs> he really would. Either that, or if you got a fun ass grandma and she likes sports, I mean, hey, send Facts. it her way. Also, she might know? like it better. <laughs> she might like it better. Well, as always, Vinny, we're back for another week of this, and it's always fantastic. I will see you next week. As everybody, we will see you next week. Thank you once again for tuning in. Peace.